Hello, this is Daryl Castle with today's Castle Report. Today is Friday the 13th, the 13th day of August 2021. Yes, it's Friday the 13th, but whether it will prove unlucky remains to be seen. I will be talking about the tremendous pressure being brought to bear from the government against private citizens and businesses as well to take the vaccination for the COVID virus. Come out now, they tell us. Come out and be vaccinated for the good of all, for the common good. I will offer two competing theories for this pressure. You can decide which one you like, or perhaps you can offer your own theories. The Castle family, still healthy as far as we know, and enjoying what is left of this beautiful summer here in the River City. Temperatures have been in the high 90s this week and very humid, so it's still summer. Although the kids are now back in school, I don't know the temperature situation where the family daughter lives, but she's healthy out in safe L.A. To give us an illustrated picture of the first theory, I will defer to the New York Times edition of last Sunday. The Times devoted most of its editorial section to the vaccine and what the Times refers to as reluctance. So the Times speaks for The first theory, quote, vaccination rates are on the rise as the hesitant become less so, but the coronavirus will likely be with us indefinitely. How does one process this brutal reality? Many vaccinated Americans are tired, disgusted, and eager to assign blame. Public health experts and government officials, including some Republicans, have shifted from sensitive prodding to firm condemnation of those foregoing vaccination. Private conversations among the inoculated take an even less diplomatic turn. We were so close, these stupid, unvaccinated jerks ruined it for the rest of us, end quote. The subject of the Times reporting was how all these normally amiable Times readers who believe that they are in a socially privileged class. They have an obligation to understand and to tolerate the ignorant. But toleration of dangerous beliefs is quite different from permitting them. That is, quote, a quote from the article. So all these people are angry, angry at the non-vaccinated and wondering what to do with their anger. The bottom line is, that these normally virtuous, also morally superior progressive times readers want to marshal the force of government to enforce vaccine mandates. Their opinion seems to be that this is the thing out there somewhere. There is something out there. We used to have it, but we don't have it anymore. It's called normal. That thing is being withheld from them and from the rest of the human race. It is actually being Held for ransom because a few jerks will not get the vaccine. Normal will not be allowed to return until we are all vaccinated. So tell everyone you know to vaccinate everyone, even their kids. The government, which has the legal right to use brute force against those who haven't harmed anyone, such as those who refuse the vaccine, should force them to be vaccinated. The holier-than-thou sense of self-righteous anger almost literally drips from the page of the Times, but the entire opinion presumes certain things to be true, certain things which may not be true. It presumes that the experts, their experts, that is, are the best, most knowledgeable experts, and we should abandon 
what many competing scientists and doctors say and accept their experts. It also presumes that the government, through its leaders, is completely benign with the best of intentions. The only thing the government cares about is the well-being of the American people and it is willing to bear any burden and spend as much taxpayer money as necessary to ensure the best for the American people. The pharmaceutical industry is the same way, of course, although it must profit to succeed. Money's not the issue here. The health of the American people, indeed, the entire world is the issue. The only reason the industry demanded and got a complete exemption from legal liability for its products was because of those greedy products liability lawyers. This theory also presumes that the vaccine are effective in preventing infection by a COVID virus. And if the vaccinated have a breakthrough infection, well, it's always mild, never fatal. The government is doing its very best to keep us all safe. But because of all those unvaccinated jerks out there, cases continue to grow, people continue to test positive. Therefore, we cannot return to normal since masks and lockdowns are always helpful. Usually we'll stop the virus. They must be mandated. We all must suffer because of those jerks. It is therefore perfectly understandable. If the government loses its temper from time to time and tells the jerks that government agents will hold them down and stick needles in their arms if necessary, no human who has ever lived on this earth has had the power these people want to cede to the government. Not Alexander, not Caesar, not Stalin, not Hitler. Now, however, the government in conjunction with big pharma, big tech, big media has the capability of affecting every single human on this earth at the same time. Does that scare anyone besides me? Does it not at least set off alarm bells in some heads? What if the take on the vaccine by the New York Times turns out to be wrong? There are very credible scientists and doctors who offer a second theory. A second theory of why the government is so committed to vaccines, why the government will not even discuss, let alone test, any treatment for the virus, why big tech and big media routinely cancel all views of any treatment protocol. The doctors and scientists that I mentioned earlier assert that the vaccine was not developed as a preventive for the virus at all, but instead the virus was developed to make the vaccine necessary. The vaccines would cause hundreds of billions to flow into the coffers of those who created and administered it. The whole thing would be completely exempt from legal liability, therefore exempt from any discovered facts about it. Where did the virus come from? Even the government now admits it probably escaped from a Wuhan, China lab. During the 6,000 years that humans have recorded their time on this earth, How many cases can you think of where a contagion affecting animals has jumped the species barrier and infected humans? Even when humans consume the flesh of infected animals, they don't become infected. But just recently, there have been some reported cases in China, this virus, and before it, the mad cow or Crutchfield-Jacobs virus that causes brain-wasting disease seems to have begun from eating the flesh of infected animals or at least That's the accepted theory that we are supposed to believe. The U.S. government, through mouthpieces like the New York Times, is still in the phase of pushing hard to intimidate those who have chosen not to accept the vaccine, to change their minds, be vaccinated. The vaccine is free, they say. Sometimes you'll even be paid, rewarded in other ways for taking it. The elderly 
have been scared and vaccinated in greater numbers than the other demographics. So now it's time to attack young people with horror stories about how terrible the conditions are in school and in the children's hospitals. In other parts of the world, such as Europe and Australia, the vaccination rate is much higher than in the U.S., so those governments have moved on to stage two of the second theory. The next stage is the vaccine passport stage. In order to return to some semblance of normal, you must have an internal passport that documents your vaccine and other health history. I'm absolutely certain that the passports have, have or soon will have anything the government could possibly want to know about you now or in the future listed on them. How or why would all the nations of this earth move together in lockstep to accomplish the same thing? It's easy to see when you realize they're all members of the same institutions. Like the United Nations, the World Economic Forum, the G7, the G20, etc., so on and so forth. But it still sends chills down my spine when I realize how close the world might be to having every single person on this earth affected at the same time. The next step for the U.S. is an order that by mid-September all active duty military personnel must be vaccinated. That order is different from when I served in my day. That was about 50 years ago. They just sent us down a row of corpsmen who jabbed needles in each arm at the same time. I've been vaccinated against all sorts of tropical diseases. Some of them, I don't even know what they are, but none of those vaccines were untested experimental RNA, DNA modifications. This order, this order that all be vaccinated violates the Nuremberg War Crimes Tribunal, which forbid forced vaccination with experimental drugs. So we are, are we worse than the Nazis now or just getting closer and closer to them? The president, the president of the United States has shown his disdain for the rule of law and the constitution to which he took an oath with his disregard of the U.S. Supreme Court by ordering through CDC an eviction moratorium. So who cares about international law and war crimes? The theory is frightening, folks. This second theory, frightening. So I really do hope and pray it's not the correct one. Why the emphasis on vaccinating so many young people now? I've seen some efforts at vaccinating babies. We know the virus doesn't make young people very sick. The bottom line of this second theory is human depopulation. Let's face it, folks, that's what it is. You can help depopulate by killing off the elderly, as did Andrew Cuomo up in New York. That has an added benefit, of course, of saving money on Social Security, on pensions, and so forth. If you're serious about depopulation, though, you must go after the next generation, after the kids, and after their kids. Recently, the CDC ruled it's okay to vaccinate pregnant women, thus putting the vaccine into the brains of their babies. My take on this theory is that the whole world must be vaccinated and governments must bring all propaganda and later all forced to bear because if all are vaccinated, there is no control group to measure against the vaccinated. When there are problems down the road with the vaccine, it can all just be laid at the feet of the virus, which, of course, will require another round of vaccines. If 50% of the people, however, are unvaccinated and they have no blood clots, no heart infections, no heart attacks, no autoimmune disorders, and the women and children are not rendered sterile, that is a problem. That's a problem for them because there is a control group that is the opposite of your own ideology. Humans are going to breed. That's just humanity. 
although you can slow the birth rate below replacement as we have in the West, that will not happen fast enough to satisfy the would-be messiahs of the second theory. In order to satisfy them, you must be able to sterilize women of childbearing age. It should be easy to do. should be easy. You've already propagandized them to the point they will kill their own children and call it their right to reproductive freedom. Just one more step, folks. One more. One more step to convince them that they must be inoculated against a virus that will barely even affect them. The vaccine made from experimental gene-altering substances will render many of them unable to bear children for life. Many will develop autoimmune diseases, other chronic problems that will disable many of them for the rest of their lives. This is the essence of the second theory. The second theory is not without evidence, however. It is not some wild conspiracy without a shred of evidence. There are recorded conversations of Dr. Fauci talking to a group of big pharma types and big pharma investors in their stock and explaining to them just in terms of the massive profit, not depopulation. Explain to them how profitable this would be, the World Economic Forum, along with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, conducted a simulation and described exactly how they were going to do exactly this very thing in October of 2019. A massive viral infection supposedly transmitted from animals to humans would spread around the world, they said, and terrify everyone into being vaccinated. Coincidence? Maybe so, folks. Maybe so. There are problems for the government with both theories. The government has problems with both theories. It seems the final solution may be harder to achieve than at first was believed. There is growing resistance around the world in France. Tens of thousands are out in the street every weekend to protest vaccine passports. When businesses, even hospitals and medical groups, try to mandate the vaccine for their employees, many of them, some the most valuable, choose to leave. They just walk out rather than be vaccinated. When doctors and nurses take that position, it has more of an impact on me than the general population. These people have seen what's out there, folks. The government's reaction to the growing resistance will probably take one of two paths or perhaps both at the same time. One path would be brute force. The other is a new variant of the disease, even worse than the first. Finally, folks, some scientists, some doctors believe that the vaccine is causing the virus to mutate. Thus, the Delta variant gets worse and worse. It's caused by the vaccine, they say. Which theory do you believe to be true, if either? Perhaps you can think of your own theory of why the government is so insistent that the whole world be vaxxed. I know one thing for certain, that is that the readers of the New York Times are not the only ones filled with rage. Many think their country's been stolen from them. They're powerless to prevent that theft. That's usually enough for violence, folks. At least that's the way I see it. Till next time, this is Daryl Castle. Thanks for listening.